0: Hello, it's Matt from the future again! Uh, In this episode, we've got cicadas, again, uh, some dogs barking, and also this random issue in which random portions of the podcast just go silent, so I've had to sort of, uh, fill them out manually. Uh... God... it, Wordsworth! Actually,
1: I had nothing to do with it. Well, mostly, the cicadas were still there from the previous week. Also... You just didn't notice that the microphone wasn't plugged in properly.
0: Once again to the M4 Project, uh, where we watch movies and tell you if they're worth watching. As always, I'm Matthew Jelenic, I'm an unwell Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. I had a bit of a reminiscing moment this week. Ooh, I was amazing. flicking through some old stuff that I hadn't... And whilst rummaging through this old stuff, Morgan found an ancient floppy disk. I just knew, I was like, nothing I can actually access this on, but I was like, I know what's on there. There is a heap of JPEGs on there that I had saved in paint of porn. That is, just <laughs> that is... definitely what's on, yep. on there. And do you guys remember doing that? Would you guys yeah a couple of I years? Wouldn't have saved the Yeah. Though floppies were still around, Mike and I used other techniques. It used to be like the uh, the folder labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Folder it was. hidden folders, no. folders called homework. You could fit. Second edition. You'd save, save English. Save to be pain. You should get a fair yeah. few on a floppy disk. Yep. You could do that uh, only I only did a
1: good one was just uh insight installation folders and random things
0: on the C drive. Nice, yeah, nice that sort it's of them stuff, away where so. people would never look exactly. and it couldn't affect yeah. any programs. Yep. I was just looked at it I was like, oh, Morgan. Yeah. You see <laughs> pass. past <faster. laughs> <laughs> But what if someone finds the floppy disk? I think I'm going to do, but they didn't have a look. I really problem you with, like, I look at That's why now. you call things homework. Like. Yeah, you look at it now, you've got all these movies and stuff you can get, and if you want to just flick, it just flicks nice and quickly. But on a floppy disk, it was like, all right. You're like, and you're like, next picture. Uh, Should have yeah, caught like Windows
1: wait. Windows ninety five one of seventeen <laughs> yeah. or three of seventeen. Yeah, That's sweet. No one's going to check that.
0: No one, no, not yeah. at all. But yeah, it was a good little memory to to think yeah. back. I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I'm that. pretty sure it's I have a floppy disk reader. We can not nah. we can read it up. I, it the s- it's a mystery. Okay, <laughs> we
1: can get access to this archaic porn. See what went wrong. So much bush. So much
0: This week's film, Mikey.
1: Yeah. What was your thriller? My thriller, it was, a, it was a comedy, a black comedy thriller, not really. It's called The King of Comedy, starring Robert De Niro, uh, directed by Martin Scorsese and write, uh, written by Paul D. Zimmerman. Uh, essentially it's like a, it's a black comedy um, about an aspiring comedian um, that's trying to break out to the, uh, the glamorous lights of showbiz, essentially by stalking his idol. At first you don't really realise it's him stalking him, you just feel like he's just trying to thrust himself in and get an opportunity. Mm-hmm uh but as it progresses he gets more and more overbearing and creepy and you see back parts of his life and you think yeah there's there's evidently
0: an unhinged character yes absolutely
1: and so it it kind of starts off with
0: with robert de niro's character hanging outside the studio in which jerry lewis's character has his late night talk show uh and he
1: uh, is able to get into the back seat of the car with his character uh, by... Ca- Robert getting into... Yeah, yeah, sorry, getting into the <laughs> back of the car just by chaos that happened um, while he was trying to leave. Uh, he made his pitch, and then that sort of started off the entire snowball of the movie from there.
0: So that started off a very one-sided
1: friendship. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yes,
0: absolutely. And, um, and Jerry Lewis's character is clearly quite used to the
1: fame and just just yeah. leave me alone i'm it's, just
0: i've finished my day i'm just yeah. trying to get home yeah
1: the main thing you think of is geez this would get really tiring just being a celebrity if you yeah. have to yeah. deal with yeah. this all the time yeah. uh, even when just walking out of your own apartment so essentially yeah the, he says yeah get in contact with uh with my people gave him a number uh which was evidently a brush off which yeah. he didn't quite see at the time uh but then it just he, that it snowballs from yes absolutely yeah
0: Characters, actors, and their performances. Pupkin. That's Pupkin. Not Pumpkin. Pupkin? Pumpkin? Pupkin? 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 Often misspelled. Often, often, often misspelled. <laughs> and mispronounced. Uh, <laughs> uh, He's a middle aged man with uh, dreams of grandeur mm. as the next comic, comic, I would, comedy I would say icon. It starts as dreams, and so you think it's dreams, but it quickly is revealed as delusions. De- absolute delusions. Yeah, at, at the start of it, I thought that it was.
1: Uh, he was just. A, re- a go getter, like yeah. he was t- seeing opportunities and he was going for them. Yeah, uh, it kind of got slightly unhinged even in the first meeting where on the stairs he kind of kept calling back to him, kept calling back to him. Um, but I kind of brushed it off until I saw, uh, yeah, some more of the other things that he goes forward with. Yeah. I feel like Robert De Niro did a really good job of. He was still
0: in this role. Uh, he was, it was really, really good. Phenomenal. I didn't realize like, that De Niro had actually tried his hand at comedy this early in his career. Like, I thought that was something that would come along later on, like, yeah. you um analyze uh, this and meet the fuckers and all that kind of stuff, like that. Um, man, is there anything this guy can't do? Like, Dang. honestly, you he, he already knew he was a great actor, but yeah. I was like, wow, man, you're. Yeah, you're fucking yeah, I, funny. Uh, yeah. he, he's he's definitely uh, got comedic timing, timing as well. Yeah, he's timing. He's, he's got the timing, especially for this movie because it, it's it can come off as being very flat and very deadpan, but that's just black comedy. comedy yeah, it's, it's just looking in the face, going, "Yup," and that's the funniness. Yeah, yeah. In terms of his, his performance, there's nothing. That I can say, a bad, bad, against it. Uh, there's, there's actually a, f- a few things that I saw. It's like when he was doing um, like the uh, talk shows at his mother's Base, There was a few things that I, I saw that were um, like more modern movies have like deliberately or inadvertently taken from it. Like mm-hmm. there's that scene where he's yelling at his mum, like "Mom," and I just <laughs> took me to Will Ferrell and Wedding He's like "Mom, I'm the meatloaf." And I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, did Will Ferrell steal that off De Niro in yeah. 1982?" Yeah. Like, yeah that character though he's supposed to be like delusional and awkward and he just he like he nails that mm. that absolutely yeah nails and, it. it really cements it in the first scene with uh i guess the love interest of the movie yeah the one who takes exactly. the holiday house yeah, yeah exactly which yeah, is yeah. just so like they, they, awkward as uh, oh man that is so like i was yeah, like even you the, felt so many emotions there you like yeah. you felt sorry for him you felt sorry for her you felt sorry for jerry yeah. you felt sorry for the poor freaking uh, no, the butler the man yeah,
1: and uh, like the first scene when they're in the restaurant and he's showing you through like the signature book and he has everyone in that yeah. signature book and it's like the most famous person guess who it is come on guess starts with an R it is Rupert Pupkin Pop and there's, yeah. you can keep that please there you go and then like, just that that was honestly <laughs> a lot of people will want that one day so keep hold of it yeah, that yeah. that was
0: incredibly awkward, and and speaks to the range of this character. Like he simultaneously come off as very being very endearing and sweet and sort of childish, and then also be completely manic Oh, and Like insane. doing the interviews with the cardboard cutouts yeah. in his basement, where he's like, "Oh, Jerry, you think that? Oh, yeah." And then he's like just talking and like he's he's talking to Liza Minnelli as well. who's one of the other cutouts, and yeah. it's like he Keeps patting her. He I don't know what's real anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Jerry Lewis's character Jerry, who is a late night talk show host and comedian who is pursued by robert de niro's character popkins uh jerry lewis i was aware of the fact that he could do serious acting as well and jerry lewis's character this being a comedy it's a swap really isn't it yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a swap to what a lot of people might expect in this jerry lewis is <laughs> the majority of the time we see him is the character behind stage yeah so he's not his stage persona of this happy i'm a sort of david Letterman type talk show host it's this guy who's just tired and he's constantly worried. He actually gives a speech at one point about all the stresses of his life. Yeah. It's like and it's not easy. But like, yeah. I, I think this character probably would have come pretty naturally to him because oh. he would have had these sort of experiences. And I love the way there's that, that scene where he's walking in the road and he's starting off and he's friendly, he's nice to people, he's this, that and the other. And one lady's like just wants to tell him a story and he starts listening, okay. he's like, go, and then she just touches, I hope you die of cancer. Yeah. I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I could yeah. absolutely see that happening in real life. Yes, Because oh, exactly
0: no. yeah, he was very polite, and he signed something for us. Like, oh, can you just talk in this phone like, you know, my son's on the phone. No, uh, yeah, my nephew. Can, can you talk to my nephew? He's like, look, I'm I'm really sorry, but I do I do have to go. I'm, I'm running late. And she goes, she just starts screaming. I hope you get cancer. That's all you deserve. It's like he signed, took the time every day to sign something. Mm. Yeah. He, he made crazy. a few of those strong scenes just even even stronger yeah um the one where him and rupert are having um dinner and he's telling how emmy's wasn't he just starts shaking his head and yeah. it just became and- so slapsticky he's
1: like it was so stoogish didn't quite it didn't quite occur to me at first but those scenes where it kind of cuts away obviously daniro's character pumpkin daydreaming yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's like i didn't at first i didn't pick that because the first one was like uh when they actually go to the lunch, like he says, "Oh, we'll meet up for lunch," and then he's he, he is the, the, <laughs> the, the suave. Guy. I'd actually like originally because
0: I, I, I was like, I, I didn't think it was a daydream. I thought it was your Car- head. I thought no, I thought Robert De Niro is playing oh. two characters oh, okay. in a movie. As oh. like he was, he was Jerry Pumpkin, but the guy who was having a meeting was also. Uh, another guy yeah who who De Niro happened to be playing who was a totally different character. Oh, okay. And then I was like and then he's calling Rupert and I was like, no no this is just an absolute I, delusion. At yeah. first
1: I thought it was like an alternate like an alternate swapped perspective. You Possib- know, yeah. that, um it would be like an intertwined thing where they would both change roles in the in the movie. So yeah. one would be the mental who's, one would be the whose perspective is, is, is real. real. Yeah. yeah I I took <laughs> that
0: as that first jump as I mean I was like either this is delusion or it's a like flash forward, maybe that'll be a twist or most likely it's just delusion. It continued on just to be basically blowing Robert De Niro's character. It's like, okay, yeah, this is his his delusion. This is Popkin's, Popkin's delusion. Uh, so Macam Jerry Lewis, though. Fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, amongst that, there's probably the two other actresses whose performances probably should come up. Diana Abbott as Rita Keane, who is kind of Popkin's love interest. She doesn't really have a lot to do other than look awkward and or frightened which she she does fine yeah she doesn't a, a big role in it uh down sandra Bernhard, who is awesome as mash i think it's Masha. Masha? yeah okay. uh so she is this Thanks. character is uh a contemporary of pumpkins in that she's also a huge stalker of she's jerry. infatuated with jerry absolutely oh, she's she absolutely infatuated and it, it seems it's something that uh jerry lewis's character jerry is actually aware of he's aware of her as, as a person and that kind of thing and just as, as that absolute crazy stalker bitch she plays it like oh, so well um the date scene uh after mm-hmm. Rupert and her of her kidnapped jerry which obviously they get to at some point um that romantic like table at dinner and jerry's yeah. just sitting there taped and to a she's chair. just psycho bab- babbling at him like, absolutely psycho babbling yeah. and he's just taped in these layers and layers of duct tape. Yes, I, I, I so laughed fun. so yeah. hard at that. The
1: best part about that is she goes, I'm just constantly in control, and for one time I just want to let it all out and go crazy. Losing a <laughs> nut yeah. while saying how in control and level-headed she is. It
0: was one of my favourite scenes. You look at Jerry, Jerry's like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? And she's just a nutter. Yeah. An absolute nutter. But, but she, everyone needs a nutter like lot in their life sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that scared me out of wanting to be famous. <laughs> <but> like <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with that one. Yeah, that no, sort of person. no, thank you. So that's why we're going to change our names. For the <laughs> she was good though. Yeah. She was. She, oh. she did. She did unhinged person very, very well. Uh, and and also being able to swing wildly between like, she's having this, oh, you know, a quiet intimate chat to someone who's evidently strapped to a chair. Uh, and then it just goes crazy. Like she goes from being like She's starts stripping off. Yeah, it's like maybe we yeah. should, you know, just go up to, or I'll just knock cool. everything off the table. And we'll do we're it here. We'll do it here. God, I've never had text on the table before. It's like, oh, or, or one of the lines that sort of uh, establishes her courage is like, you know, she just blurts out, "I love you." I've, I've always loved you I mean I've never even said I love you to my parents they've never said it to me but oh that's why you are what you are other than that moving on from characters actors and their performance looks at town they were, they were fine they were they were fine this is, it's Scorsese yeah whilst it's a comedy it's directed by Scorsese and you you can look at the, the look of it mm. looked like a Scorsese film it was it was darkly <laughs> there was darkly lit scenes uh, it doesn't really affect the movie in a negative way uh, they were just very obvious you mm. can just you went oh who did this? Because then you would we'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, can, I, can, I can see that. The tone was good as well. It had that dark yeah. tone, which... I like, think it, like, it, it had a mix well, of, like, a sitcom feel to
1: it as well, like it was meant to be lighthearted, but with a really dark... Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Under, ...under feel to it as well. Yeah, other than that, is it's business usual, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't... Faulted <laughs> on, on how how it looked, and again it was set in New York, yeah. um And, and it did that that nineteen eighty two New York, which from yeah, just I always in yeah. my mind is this slightly darkly lit at night, grimyish sort yeah. of sort of place. And during the day, it's just rivers of people, people and... yeah. And, that, and that's what it that's what it looked like. And yeah. you know, I, I liked those couple of there were a couple of diner scenes as well, which mm. really got across well. Yeah, or the dive bar that uh, Rita works it's in and that in, kind of thing. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, it was yeah. really good, really good. Uh, yeah, uh, in terms of uh, shot structure and that kind of thing, classic scores. a lot of uh, two-person shot, having a conversation, switching between, so I think he's pretty famous for, well, Ridley Scott does it. He sort of nailed it, but the, the three-camera just helps performances along. Uh, I did notice also with, in terms of colour palettes and lighting, it tended to be the real world was a bit darker and a bit more washed out, whereas yeah. his, when his delusions were is, and yeah. sparkly and, and... Yeah, and, so and, it starts, and started... Yeah, yeah. Star- oh, I see how the style started. Love it. Uh, score's easy, so it's, it's going to be good. But what did we think overall? I, I liked it. I can understand why it might rub some people the wrong way because it is a certain level of almost cringe humor. Yeah,
1: it does feel like an early iteration of cringe comedy, where it's kind yeah. of foundations of it, where well, the points where you go, oh, that's difficult to watch, and you could cut the awkward with a knife. Yeah, uh, overall,
0: I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. Um, from start to finish, I don't think there was a scene that I really didn't like. Um Denaro De Niro De Niro Denaro Niro, De Niro, De De As his brother. Yeah. <laughs> um De Niro uh, performed a masterclass um in acting sort of yet again. He worked really well in tandem with Jerry Lewis. I especially love the scene where Jerry has the gun pointed at him and he's being made to read from these cue cards that um, Rupert that that was, wrote his yeah, commands yeah, on. Um, really and Rupert, being a little bit loose in the details, has forgotten to write on a card, one's upside down, a couple are of out, of, out of order. It just yeah. adds layers to that oh, humour. And yeah. Jerry Lewis just... Plays that so well. It's yeah. like, he's yeah, just, just little hand, just like you turn around t- t- and then he's like, like, he's <laughs> yeah. seen it, and the next card's wrong, he's like, yeah. It. Yeah. it just added to it. Oh it just yeah. added that little bit. It's because towards the end, it's that icing on the cake of like, that was a, an awesome episode. Yeah, that was really good
1: really enjoyed it obviously De Niro just ran a train through the whole movie like he carried it on his back but he did it incredibly well uh, it, the comedy scene at the end really rounded out the character gave you a lot of the backstory and a lot of his motives I feel like through a comedy act which is yes. incredibly you sort of understood well, why exactly why
0: he was the way he was yeah. after he gives that last
1: comedy scene yeah. absolutely so overall really enjoyed it excellent movie cool would we recommend it?
0: Definitely. Definitely. I would. Yeah. If you want to see great acting as well, like they mm. are brilliant in it, good comedy, got a bit of dark humor. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. Do it.
1: Yes. Recommend. Yes. Watch it. Very good. If you don't like De Niro <laughs> or Scorsese, though, you're <laughs> going <gonna miss. laughs> <Maybe. laughs> Stop <laughs> listening. Does anyone not
0: like De Niro and Scorsese? If not, <sighs> yeah, I can't think of a, a bad performance with them. Oh, anyway, yeah. uh, on this Mystical Magical Night, there are. Oh, there's one major spoiler. So I will give you a little bit of time to go watch the film, and then we'll come back and talk about the ending. Du, du, du. You shall not spoilers. That one didn't work. Near the end of the film, the two nutters kidnap Jerry Lewis's character Jerry, with the expectation that they'll be able to leverage that one. Pumpkin gets to host Jerry's show for the night, and two, she will get to have a date with Jerry. Uh, demands is that. Uh, Mr. Pupkin gets to go on the
1: show. That's Pupkin, not Pumpkin as well. Pupkin, not Pumpkin. Sometimes people yeah, mispronounce mis- it or, mispell- or misspell it. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing we didn't actually bring up in the main podcast is how often they
0: yeah. mispronounce or misspeak his name. Mr. Pupkin, that's Pupkin. Pupkin, Pupkin, Pupko, Pupkin, Pikmin. The Scatman. That was our theme song, It was Sorry, continue. And so Pupkin gets on the show. He gets to do it and the world gets to see it and afterwards he gets arrested so he, he sort of plays his hand and reveals he's like oh yeah haha i had a shitty childhood blah blah blah, blah. all right here he is back well actually jerry ends up escaping and he gets arrested This this pumpkin yeah. And apparently, the 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 movie says that he goes to jail. People loved it. People are excited by him. Releases, he book. Re- releases a memoir. People and and wait people for waiting his for him to come back. Yeah. Now the question is: Is that section another delusion? Yeah. I or feel, is it reality?
1: I think it is. I think it is. Like, I think it's all a delusion.
0: I can. Yeah. I. I this is on the, one of the breakdowns that I read. Yeah. It was that there was the question of: Is it in his head or is it real? I. I don't know. He is delusional, mm. but I was like, I thought it was real. Okay. Um, at, at, at least for you to choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it, it, absolutely. What. It doesn't I, have answer. It's just a question mark at the, the end of the day. I, I, I thought, I could see totally why it was delusional, but I was like, no, nah, I reckon it might have worked.
1: I feel like it would have gotten him the foot in the door to do something after he got out of prison. Definitely. The fact that it was like he wrote memoirs, he made millions, and then afterwards he was in showbiz, and then the final scene where it's kind of zooming in slowly on his face and the announcer is just saying over and over and over and over again, his name. Yeah, that's what made again me again think, again. think
0: possibly it was a delusion, yeah. but I was like, uh, maybe like up until a point it worked. Mm. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, I, I'd say he... I can swing between, but I'd say he probably successfully got his 15 minutes of fame. He'd definitely be a name that people remember. Yeah. Uh, he probably would be able to get a book out. So I think it's sort of a, a half yeah. and half. Yes, that people probably know about him. Yes, he was probably on the cover of a couple of magazines. But I think his delusion would take that and run, run with, with All it. All of a sudden, he's a multi-millionaire superstar.
1: But anyway. There was even the quote of, it's better to be a king for the day than to be a schmuck for, for, for a lifetime. lifetime. Yeah. For a lifetime. Yeah, so... That was except that was said before the end of the film so yeah. that might have just been his thought at the time rather than yeah. a final thought. Yeah. I guess. I
0: next next week's week pick. my pick for next week is something I actually found on Netflix. It's called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, it God. is exactly what it sounds like. Oh cool. Uh, it's a classic horror comedy. Yeah, it's available on Netflix. B-grade. It is it is so B-grade. <laughs> Give it a watch. We'll be back next week.